Live from two bedrooms in Sheffield and a third in Penrith, it's the first annual That King Thing Awards. It's The Thingies! Yes, hello and welcome to The Thingies, the first annual awards ceremony of That King Thing podcast. Uh, I am your lead host, as usual, Thomas, and I'm joined by my brothers from the same mother's mother, Joshua <laughs> and James. Hello. I never knew we had more than one mother, James. Well, yeah. It's I'm confusing, isn't it? It's confusing. Um, yes, so this is our award show. Um, it's been a collaboration of the That King Thing opinion, but also obviously you, the listeners. It's your nominations that come into us, and obviously the number of votes for everything's being considered, the opinions on everything's being considered, the general consensus of just the games nominated in general is being considered. So it should be an interesting one. We've had opinions from all over the place, haven't we, really? We've had some we have, yeah. It's so, taken us a, a good time to get through them all. <laughs> yeah, it has. It's been good, though. I enjoy good responses. I enjoy yeah, yeah. good responses. Yeah. We've, been, we've been doing that for, what, two hours, nearly? Yeah, it's been, it's been a good amount of prep. Been a good amount yeah. of prep. So, um, one thing we would just like to give a shout-out to before we move on is... One of our long-term listeners, uh, Jerry Narco, who was our first ever patron. He's our first he patron on that website. So thank you for he that, is. Jerry Narco. Um, in much. return, I shall give him a bubble butt every single week, if possible. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> if you read the patron website, you'd realise that he now gets to be on the show for an episode this, well, next year. So, yeah, and he can have all the bubble butts on that show that he likes. He can, he can. So Jerry Narco will be on the show at some point in 2017, once we return after the Christmas and New Year breaks, because he's a patron at our highest possible level. So, ooh, to you, Jerry Narco, well done ooh. on being someone willing to give us money for this shower of shit. <laughs> but what on we'll with find out is once he's been on show, it cancels. Yeah, on with the festivities. So... Well, actually, no. Should we say anything? Do we want to say anything else quickly before we move on to the festivities? Um, I think we should just get straight into the festivities. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, festivities sound rather nice right now. Okay, well, we've got seven categories, is it, to announce? I believe so. So we've got seven yeah. categories that you've all voted for. Um for the nominees and then obviously we've picked the winner based on the votes and then our our general opinion as well we've got some Christmas gaming memories from everyone that we'll hopefully get through because it's that time of the year coming up and of course we will have the winner to the prize draw to announce for the end of the year so stay tuned for that but winning some dollar yeah but in the meantime it's time to head over from me and hand over to myself for the first award which is Indie Game of the Year. Transition or what? Hello! I'm Thomas. <laughs> I'm Thomas from That King Thing. And I'm here to discuss Indie Game of the Year. So, the nominations 
are as follows. We have Stardew Valley. Ooh. I was expecting like an ooh or something from you. At least I got that. <laughs> Inside. Inside. And Firewatch. <gasps> Firewatch. Yeah, Firewatch. And the winner of the That King Thing Indie Game of the Year is... Firewatch. Yes, so very well done to Firewatch. Thanks for that amazing round of applause, audience, who are here with us, obviously. It's a very yeah, popular got, show. Got their own microphones and everything. We well, didn't pay any of them to come. Their so, own yeah. microphones? Why would you give each audience member an individual <laughs> microphone, you weirdo? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and the antics begin. Oh dear. Right, no, in seriousness, congratulations to Firewatch. Um, it's got quite a few mentions in the nominations and overall to be fair it's just a lovely game visually and it's one of those that just kind of draws you in and pulls you into your lead character um very little immersive world and it's it's so simple so that is why campo santo is taking home the thingy this year for indie game of the year so well done to campo santo and firewatch well um, done yeah, there was an honourable men- uh, honourable mention for one of Jerry Narco's suggestions, which was Stardew Valley. Now, he actually nominated Stardew Valley as a game of the year rather than just indie game of the year, so he went all out with that. So, sorry it couldn't win indie game of the year, Jerry Narco, but at least it was a nominee. At least it was a nominee. But he was just basically Maybe. saying it was his best game that he spent most time into this year. Maybe he could win game of the year. Possibly. We shall have to see. We've not got round to that yet, James, so hold your horses. Hold your horses indeed. I'm so excited. And I just I can't just hide, hide it. it. I know. I knew you two were I know. I, know, I, know, I, know <laughs> I want you. I want you. Do, 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 do. Okay, I'll stop that. So, <laughs> carry on. Carry on. We'll so let's <laughs> let's not let's not derail this award ceremony of stuff this formal event that we are hosting a black tie event what we shall do as our audience will probably appreciate is hand over to Joshua now for mobile game of the year oh shit (laughs) smacker well done (laughs) (laughs) well hello there everybody listening and my two co-host brothers James and Thomas how are we all tonight? I'm not going to keep talking to you all. Right, we're up to Mobile Game of the Year. And our three nominees for this category are as follows. We have Pokemon Go, ding, Final ding, Fantasy ding, 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 Nine, sorry, and Ooh. Rayman Classic. Both ah. remasters on a mobile that were amazing. Mm. So, let's find out who won then, shall we? Little golden envelope. <laughs> yeah. Do I get Do I get my envelope? No, you way? just get to oh, scroll right. down a little bit I've, further I've in been, the Google Doc. I've been given. I've been given this tub. Ooh. Oh, you could do your own drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay then. And the winner is Pokemon Go. Yeah. Was it, was it obvious? Was it not really obvious <laughs> it was going to be Pokemon Go? Unfortunately, Pokemon Go has been played by that many people. 
it showered us with votes. <laughs> it was almost the only game that was suggested, really. <laughs> other than the other than the couple that have been mentioned there, and then a couple that got the odd mention, as in they were the only time. Like those got a couple of suggestions: Final Fantasy IX and Rayman Classic. And then there were odd games where they'd got one suggestion, one of which I will probably give an honourable shout out to, which was uh, Chris Evans from Don't Lose Your Headline, say Mini Metro. Mini Metro. Um, it was originally on PC, but then it's obviously been brought over to iPads and iPhones and Android devices and such like. Um, and that was his favourite. And to be fair, it is a very good game and it is highly rated, but we have yeah. to go with the general consensus. And yeah. that was definitely Pokemon Go. And to be fair, I think most... It's touched us all at some point, hasn't it, Pokemon Go? A bit like Jimmy Savile. Uh, I, oh. sure I, was, I was one of the few that were too young for him. <laughs> Is that possible? He had no boundaries, that man. <laughs> no, he did not. Why are we talking about a paedophile? This is James. I don't know, it's an award show, isn't it? He used, he used to go on award shows. And the probably. winner of paedophile of the year. Let's not. No, let's, let's definitely not. Oh, dear. We're going to end up whizzing through this so quick, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be really anticlimax, isn't it, by the time we it get is. to the to the actual game of the year? Maybe we should throw a few uh, Christmas stories around. We could throw out a Christmas story. Should we throw yeah, out a Christmas story now? A Christmas cracker. Should we, should we go How, with... How's about then? James, you find a story, and when I hand off to you, you can read out a story for us. No. How about I tell the story <laughs> of James King's Christmas tale? Ooh, with, can you remember Christmas this? Can you remember, Joshua, you love this. Okay, guys, ladies and gentlemen, take your seats. Prepare yourself for a fun story I'm that James scared. doesn't remember. The best right bit now. is, James doesn't remember this story for some reason which is going to make um, it even funnier when i reveal it okay so god this isn't a story you think is about james but it's actually me and you've mixed us up <laughs> it better not be because this is going to ruin this entire segment basically there was this year where the xbox the original xbox had just released and a certain young ginger sibling was obsessed with getting an Xbox because we had a PlayStation and a Nintendo 64 and things, but he really wanted an Xbox. And he came down on Christmas morn to find a very large cardboard box wrapped in Christmas paper, which he tore open. He said he didn't even read the label, which said to Thomas, Joshua, and James, so it was a shared gift. But James, <laughs> the little ginger mite, did not care. I remember. He ripped it open with such vigour and opened it to find a horde of Xbox games. We're talking 20, 30 Xbox games and DVDs and films. And he was screaming, We've got an Xbox! We've got an Xbox! And our father (laughs) turned to him and said, Xbox? I thought I was buying PlayStation games! And James's (laughs) heart was torn. Tears streamed from his face as he cried and cried when he thought he wasn't going to get an Xbox. Then he was passed a second present that said, To the boys, love Auntie Sue and Uncle T. He opened with his present, and it was a spare Xbox controller, and his jubilation returned as he realised we did have an Xbox. We got an Xbox, James! <laughs> Best Christmas story ever. <laughs> It took him about 15 minutes to actually fucking find it. Oh, yeah, it was hidden as well, wasn't it? The best thing is he, could never, he couldn't actually find the Xbox itself. I forgot about that bit. 
everything, even the small things. <laughs> like, is this it? Is this it, please? <laughs> the thing is, it did purposely save it to last because. I think, if I remember rightly, I've told the story a little bit wrong because even when he opened the Xbox controllers, Dad was still playing silly fucker and being like, oh, they've got wrong controllers, haven't they? Told them to get PlayStation controllers. And he was still trying... And obviously James is that young that he just couldn't compute the sarcasm. And like me and Joshua start sniggering away like, he's got him, he's got him. And the poor little ginger ones just... Thinks his life's been Probably ruined. Probably about floor. Where is it? Hey, where's my Xbox? Where's my Xbox? <laughs> Leave me alone. Me, meanwhile, all these presents are labelled to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so the best present was his his disappointment. <laughs> it was that was that was our Christmas present. The tag said to all of us, but it was me and you who received his disappointment as a gift that year. <laughs> it was so much fun. But on that, that note, this year as well. Exactly. On that note, though, we will hand over to James for what I've forgotten, the next award. We're going to... Oh, how ironic! We're going to hand over to James for Disappointment of the Year! (laughs) Yay! Over to you, James. (laughs) Welcome to the Disappointment of the Year Award. Anyone wondering why we've given it to him? Many many nominees for this one um so nominee number one we have no man's sky number two we've got no man's sky oh and number three we've got wait no i know what it is what is no man's sky yeah it's no man's sky (laughs) i wonder what's gonna win joshua what do you think might win this award for disappointing the year i think that they're gonna throw a curveball and make it something else you reckon well, I've got the golden envelope that's definitely not a water bill for this Did month. you not get a tub? Why am I getting tubs? And the winner is... He's actually opened a water bill pretending he's the winner. <laughs> what? Why is it that much? £7,000! That's quality. Go on, James. Announce And it. the winner is... No Man's Sky. Of course. <laughs> I'm not even going to play a round of applause for that because of no, course it's, it's No Man's Sky. Of course it's No Man's Sky. Yeah, it, it was hyped. It was hyped and it was overhyped and it just didn't live up. It didn't live up to it, did it? No, it no. never lived up to it. It was, it was laughable. And, and then... It, well, I was just going to say it's laughable how many people submitted that as disappointment of the year. Because it was virtually everybody. There was only a handful that it wasn't. And I think they were maybe just being polite about it. Don't know. And then there's obviously the disappointment of, no, we're not going to apologise or say sorry. We're not even going to talk about it. You don't exist. We've got your money. Bye. Yeah, it's a bit shit, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. After all that build-up. Um one one opinion that wasn't No Man's Sky being the biggest disappointment of the year was that of Watford Owl, and basically he'd said that there hasn't been anything that um, he's personally bought and considered worth giving the disappointment of the year award to, but on the whole, he thinks it's been a bit of a shit year for picking games, um, and basically just not felt like he's had a lot of choice of things he wants to buy, which 
tells its own story, really, I suppose, doesn't it? That It is. It's been a very big it's... year for us, lot that are sharing games, for sharing the games, because we don't actually want to have to pay that much for something we're not going to want yeah, but that much. Can you, can you imagine, right? You, we're talking about where people that share games, so we're paying half the full price for them. Now, yeah. can you imagine why someone like Watford, who's probably paying full price for everything, is saying... Oh, God, no. It's been slim pickings, and James, who doesn't buy anything because he's a loser, but people don't <laughs> buy them because they're expensive, and it's a lot. Like, why have we not instantly been and bought Final Fantasy Fifteen and been a little bit edgy about it? Because fifty-six quid or whatever it is, it's a lot of money to sink into a game it's that you're not hundred percent sure if you're going to enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think I think recently there's been quite a few games dropped because it's the end of the year. But I'll agree that I'm now looking at the games that are released at the minute and there's not many that make me think, oh, I'll buy that. So I agree with what to a certain extent. We'll see what A lot of the games that are out right now that are, oh, I'll buy that for me, have actually been out for more than a year. I've just not bothered with yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Should we do an actual listener... Christmas story this time instead of yeah hours. go on should I get under my blanket and cuddled up again is this one gonna be a nice one um I don't know who's, I who's picked it from one yet. I'm gonna pick a random on. one um, you pick a random one out of the magic hat it's going to be uh, I do, I'll do a couple of quick ones because there's a couple of quick ones here that I can like kind okay. of wipe off so Narwolf has said that his best Christmas gaming memory was getting a PlayStation one with Crash Bandicoot warped. Did we Hell get our PlayStation yeah. for Christmas? Was it a Christmas gift? It was, wasn't PlayStation it? PlayStation 1 was, yeah. Then PlayStation, yeah, and PlayStation 2, 2 was. And the Xbox. Then Xbox was. And the Wii. No. No, we didn't get the Wii for Christmas, did we? Because no, it, Dad randomly bought that back from Germany. Like he got it from, yeah, he got it from Germany because it was one of the only places it was in stock at the time. Yeah. <laughs> he brought two. And then we, made what, shit can you remember money. what games we got with our PlayStation 1? Because I can. Oh, I can't. Formula Karting. Gran Turismo. Formula Karts. That little go karting thing. Mm. Oh, a demo yeah. disc. Obviously. Well, yeah. Obvs. And. Spyro. I think Spyro, yeah. I think Spyro was. Definitely well. Spyro. Definitely. We definitely got Spyro pretty quick if it wasn't with the console. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think we got it with the console, and that's how we became attuned with. The legend that is a tiny purple dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one, Narwolf. Um and P Kells five 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 is a similar story, but it's about his SNES and opening his Hi, SNES. Paul. Doesn't mention any games, but he mentions his SNES and James says hello, obviously. So if you ever want to please Paul, buy him a console with no games on Christmas Day so he can't go and buy any. <laughs> I think he will have got <laughs> games as well. He's just not mentioned any games, is my point. <laughs> but on that note, I'm going to hand back over to myself with the seamless, magical work of podcasting to present the award for Surprise of the Year. Yeah. Now, Surprise of the Year was difficult to classify because I think I knew what I meant when I opened it up as an award, but then people read it differently because I didn't explain it very much. I just put Surprise of the Year... And people were unsure of how to take Surprise of the Year. So, here's how we meant Surprise of the Year 
with the three nominees. Hideo Kojima announcing his solo game Death Stranding after leaving Konami. The Last of Us Part 2, the announcement trailer. And Crash Bandicoot, the remasters announced at E3. So, the winner of Surprise of the Year is probably not going to be a surprise to any of you because it's... The Last of Us Part 2 announcement video trailer thing! There we go. I was a bit slow on that, I apologise. I had to sort of get them going a bit. They didn't you hear did. it. I think the arms. I don't want too many Budweiser's. Yeah, oh, I should, I oh shouldn't really they're back again. They like that, James. They like that one. They like that one. <laughs> Anything else you want to say to him? No? Oh, they're still going. No more booze. No more booze. I, I won't mean, say that. I, I mean it. You're going to sleep. I think you've shut them up now. Good. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's gone to the Last of Us Part Two announcement video thing. That so, to be fair, is quite recent, really. That, but yeah, I think I don't know. Was was anybody actually expecting that? Because I don't know of anyone that was. It was. I, I wasn't. It was like a big. Oh my god, it's happening. The thing. majority of people who've played it were happy with what happened. Yeah, and they obviously the Part Two, the Kojima thing. Good yeah, but, job. It, it, that's why it surprised people because yeah. everyone that knows the story and has played the game knows that it could it could just end and you don't need to what some might say like people ruin games don't by going on too much I, I think they'll be fine with this we've talked about that though that's not the time and place for this this is the award show uh, the Hideo Kojima thing was good I didn't expect that and obviously it had no. what's his face in it Norman Reedus has got other yeah. people in it as well if you've seen the other stuff but yeah, yeah again we'll it, talk about yeah, that the actual time. initial surprise was the Hideo Kojima and that and then I think the Crash Bandicoot remasters was a pretty big thing as well for people because people who's opening a door <laughs> my cat was messing with the door because the Christmas tree is next to it so she has opened the door get her out of this award ceremony she's ruining the whole thing <laughs> So yeah, we um, we had a couple of other nominations that weren't obviously part of that and didn't make it into the final three. One of which was Donny Owls um, mentioning of this is where I think people weren't quite sure of how we expected surprise of the year, but his personal surprise of the year was enjoying the division as much as he did both the single player and the multiplayer because uh, it was a game he wasn't going to be bothered about. Um, didn't really enjoy playing the beat that much. Um, and it was a friend that talked him into buying it, and then obviously once started playing it, kind of got addicted to it. Where he's kind of just been farming gear and modding gear and all that kind of stuff, and waiting for his friends to to then go online with Division and and play that. So that's a different twist on Surprise of the Year to what we were looking for. So I thought I'd mention it for Donny Owl's sake, uh, and Phil also from um, Don't Lose Your Headline mentioned Dirt Rally, which. I agree with this, but there was only me and you, Phil, so there wasn't enough votes to make it an official nomination, but Dirt Rally was a really fucking good driving game this year. Um, I thought it'd be good, it looked good, and it was like good as a, a an early access game on PC, but the point where it actually became a full release game, it's just awesome, it's good looking, it's addictive, and it really sort of... As you put it in your comment, it's got the series back on track and it's going to be a really good game, hopefully that. Uh, sorry, it's going to be a long-lasting game and it's going to bring the series back, is what I mean. 
So yeah, I'll do another quick gaming memory for Christmas before we hand over to our next award. So the next Christmas memory is going to be from... I want to see what Chris Evans had to say about Christmas. He said, playing snowboard kids on the N64 with his brother, mum and dad. For some reason, the whole family loved playing it and all got really good. We had a family game nights in playing it, which got incredibly competitive. Snowboard kids does not seem like the first game you'd expect a family to play, would it? No. <laughs> What's, can you think of a game that all of us have played, all five of us in the house have played? Um, I don't think there is one. Wii Sports. Oh, yeah. No, Dad, Dad, oh, no, Dad did play Wii Sports, didn't yeah, he? Dad we've had Dad playing Wii Sports. Dad so even went on Wii Fit on that fucking ski jump thing. Yeah, funniest said, thing yeah. I've ever seen. But so our, our, our equivalent of that is probably going to have to be like Wii Sports or Wii Fit, isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. Or Connect Adventures. They both play Connect Adventures. No, they refuse to use a Connect. It's too advanced. This technology is getting into my brain. Uh, I remember Mum popping bubbles on Connect. So that was I toy. Oh, all right, then fine. Whatevs. <laughs> on that note, I'm just going to hand it over because you've tried to show me up so I'm going to hand it over to you and you can do the next <laughs> award so fuck you but yes we're going to go over to Joshua now for multiplayer of the year I love that little tune <laughs> <laughs> shake my head to it every time right guys we've got multiplayer of the year and that's possibly quite a big one for a lot of people because we had a lot of a real lot of nominations for him, really, didn't we? We had a different one. We did. Quite it, a lot of people. It was difficult to um, work out which ones were the top three, wasn't it? It was. We have narrowed it down to three, though, for our nominees, and they are as follows. We have Titanfall 2, which I'm happy Ooh. to be up there. We've got Overwatch, which has been out a long time and still stayed up, constantly Jeez. updated. And then we've got Battlefield 1. Which we all <gasps> waited for for so very long. Ooh. <laughs> Any ideas what the winner might be? Well, yeah, because we fucking worked it out <laughs> and wrote the, the fucking award ceremony out. Right, <laughs> and the winner for Battlefield. <laughs> well done! Well done! <laughs> yeah. The winner for Battlefield, well done. And the winner it. for Battlefield 1 is Multiplayer Game of the Year! <laughs> <laughs> I should oh, congratulations on fucking that up <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear me uh, so yeah if you didn't get that from Joshua's little fuck up there Battlefield <laughs> oh, 1 one multiplayer game we're keeping the, uh, this then <laughs> it was re- yeah 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 it's staying in um, <laughs> it was a very close run thing between them wasn't it really it was very. It was. Over, yeah. Overwatch and Titan, Overwatch and Battlefield. Yeah, like Titanfall Two was there, Overwatch was almost there, and Battlefield One has kind of just pipped it. Um, which, to be it fair, I agree with. Battlefield One. It just you. I keep going back to it. That's the difference for me. Yeah. It's like the others played, enjoyed, but I've not got the itch to go back whereas I'm getting that with Battlefield 1 and I've not had that with a multiplayer shooter since COD old 5. CODs like old CODs yeah. um, old school 
the, like the thing that Black I've Ops got one, is maybe? Battlefield 1. I, I can quite easily get a nemesis on that and want to go and kill this one person yeah. again and again. Yeah. Titanfall 2, I'm that person for everybody else. I don't like it because they all come for me. Do you know the most satisfying thing about Battlefield 1, I think, is for us personally, is the fact that we're actually half decent at things like domination. So We are always we, top of the leaderboard. We do board. get to the top of the board more often than not. Yeah. So... It's just good squad work. That's all that is. It is. It's that, and team. that's what makes it, that is a key thing. That's what makes Battlefield One, I think, win for people over Overwatch and Titanfall. Is that yeah, they're all multiplayer when you play them all together. But at the end of the day, Battlefield One, you actually a squad. You actually communicate with each other, and like if you play it like we do, you set squad orders and things, and go take an objective together and stuff like that. And it, it it's proper. Strategical teamwork, which is probably why it's we up win. there for a lot of people, and it's yeah, it's why we win. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was there was quite a lot of votes in amongst all that for Rocket League, and Rocket League. Sorry, I pronounced <laughs> it wrong, didn't I? It's Rocket League. Uh, but we didn't count the votes for Rocket League directly for multiplayer of the year, purely because it's existed on PS4 and PC since the middle of 2015 um so yes it did only release on xbox one this year early this year but it's existed for longer and it's been around for longer so we couldn't quite count it i'm afraid but not for a category that big yeah no. definitely an honorable honorable mention it would have possibly won at multiplayer of the year last year thinking about it it would, it would have. Because, yeah. Well, uh, when I see Grand Theft Auto Five wasn't out last year, was it? it was the year before that, I think. Yeah. 2014-ish. So, see, you're thinking, like, last year's nominees, you're going to be looking at um, things like Rocket League and then maybe Grand Theft Auto, depending on when it came out. I can't remember exactly. So We did have a lot of votes for Grand Theft Auto, but a specific DLC. Yeah, people were mentioned the one. specific B- DLC. That got mentioned a good couple of times, yeah. Um, I think some was just D- DLC in general. Some was specifically the Bikers DLC. And one was... Um, oh, what was the earlier one? There was one before the Bikers. The um, Officers. Officers, yeah, that was it. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> But yeah, it was that but one. Yeah. So that was that one. Yeah. Should we do another oh, Christmas yeah. story? Yeah, yeah another Christmas story. Christmas story. Best Christmas memory related to gaming for Jerry Narco this time. It was playing his first few hours of Final Fantasy VII on his new PlayStation 1 over and over again for a week because he didn't have a memory card. Oh, <laughs> I did the exact we same thing with Final Fantasy X on PS2. Because the memory card we had wasn't big enough for the save. All oh, right, fine. <laughs> God, weren't they like? I can't remember how big the memory cards were on PS ones. Were they one meg? Eight, me- eight megabytes. No, eight megs were one, the big ones. Eight, eight megs, megs were, what I had to buy. Eight megs the ones you needed for PS two. Yeah. But yeah, the original memory cards for PS one were tiny. What yeah. I'm sure they were yeah. one megabyte so memory cards. One megabyte, yeah. And then you used to buy buy them in pairs, and then they brought out five meg, and it was like, oh my god, this is incredible! And then when it got to PS2, you needed the eight meg, 
like minimum for some games. And now you need a terabyte just to have games. <laughs> and they used to they used to divide those into slots, and everything took up a slot. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> Good old days. Thanks for that, Jerry Narco. So, who am I moving on to now? We're going to hand over to James, and James is going to run through best looking game of the year. Yeah, best looking game of the year. Um, for the nominees, we've got Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, Final Fantasy 15, and Forza Horizon 3. I'm glad you managed the Roman numerals okay. I you? was just I, about I struggled to say at the first. Same thing uh, I thought I you might have. I was about to say nine for some reason, then I thought, nah, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) So, should we find out who the winner is? Let's. uh, I think we should have another golden envelope. There's definitely not another bill. So, let's open it and find out. It's an eviction warrant. Oh, no, no, no. My electric's not too high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) The winner is. Uncharted 4. <laughs> Yay, I forgot to press the button again. <laughs> I mean, audience, you really slack. Pick it up. God. Yeah, it's Uncharted like 4. It is. It's like it's like they're listening through the Skype call and then have to react. That's possibly what it is. Maybe it's nothing to do with the fact that I don't know. I'm do- I'm just talking Should shit I now. Feed I'm gonna stop. They've been in that. They've been in that cage a while. Should I feed them? No, let them suffer. And when they learn to clap on time, <laughs> they can get cake. Glados will provide them with cake. Oh my god! No, Glados always brings cake. Disappointment of the year, James. No cake. <laughs> oh my god! Why'd no one vote for that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, Uncharted Four is winner of best looking of the year, and it's not a surprise to be fair. It, although it was pretty close between the three. It was. And I was in a way I was surprised to see Forza Horizon 3 up there, but also wasn't. It was weird because it's not a game you'd immediately associate with being the best looking game of the year. Like Final Fantasy 15 and Uncharted 4, you would. They're the kind of games you'd expect an award yeah. like that to go to. So to see Forza Horizon 3 pop up a few times is a bit of a surprise, really. And then pop up enough for us to end up with it there. You sort of naturally associate racing games with looking real, so you don't think, "Wow, it actually looks exactly." Really good. But the scenery it's in that just, is insane in places. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's also so good to drive through, which is probably why it's there. Yeah. So there's an honourable mention on this one as well, which is two nominations that unfortunately didn't make it all the way to the final three. Were basically HJO fourteen oh three Harry and Baby G Glen Green. Having a staring contest with each other, staring lovingly into one another's eyes. To be fair, that would be a lovely game. It's at that moment that they realised after the new year they need to come out. Possibly. We'll, Possibly. we'll get a message after New Year saying they're adopting a small black child. You reckon? Yeah. They're gonna what call may- it Baby J O. Baby J O. Baby J O. <laughs> so Baby Joe then. Baby Joe. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> we'll find out. If, keep us posted, guys. Let us know if you um, if you decide to adopt a small African child and call it Baby Joe. 
So next year's awards, either surprise of the year or disappointment of the year. Them getting the child or not getting the child. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's do some cr- quick Christmas memories before we move on to the next award, which actually is the big one. So, yeah. The biggie. The biggie. Um, in terms of Christmas memories, we had Watford Owl saying Command and Conquer on the PS1 playing this with his brother-in-law back when you used to have the system link cable to play multiplayer games. That's old school. It is. (laughs) I like it. Um, (laughs) HJO, since I've just mentioned him, he said one of his best Christmas memories was uh, buying my dad Mario Kart for Nintendo Wii and watching him be the worst player in the history of video games for six whole hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, something I'd kind of like to witness too, because we've had that we before with Dad parents and games. Though, yeah, we do need to we, get we him need a switch. To get them a switch. We do. It's like a tablet, but you can play games on it as well. <laughs> and um, I like I like Baby G's as well. Actually, this is a good one. Uh, getting Pokemon Blue for Game Boy to find out his mum had already started a fucking save game on it. Oh, <laughs> bitch! God, hurt people for that. That's good. <laughs> Worst part about it is he could never catch them all, and his mum already did. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so funny if she'd that'd got. Be really was bad. no Missingo wasn't as far back as Blue was he or was he? Yeah, Missingo's. Can you imagine if she'd have got Missingo? Originated in them ones. Can you imagine if she got Missingo? Seriously, <laughs> be insane. I'm gonna do some more Christmas memories before we move on to the big ender. Um, we've got Donny Owls which was uh, the year uh, his brother got an N64 with Mario Kart for Christmas the two of them and his sister played all day racing then balloon battling Uh, they lived apart and then his brother and sister would usually end up arguing with him stuck in the middle but not that year they had a really good fun time and it is amongst one of his happiest family memories see gaming bringing people together since whenever that was and probably <laughs> earlier. Eighties. No, ni- early nineties, James. Early nineties, bro. Um, let's see what others we've got. Cause I'm sure there's a couple more. Phil said playing the original Killing Floor with two friends during the Christmas update. All the enemies were Christmas themed, and they spent a whole Christmas week shooting gingerbread men, mutant elves, and fat Santas. Absolutely hysterical and a great time. Do you know what? I've just realised that there'll be a a, a Christmas-themed like GTA and stuff, won't they? There's Sparrow Racing League's out as well. Yeah, there's all that kind of stuff. Uh, I need to go through all those games, see what yeah, Elder Scrolls is doing this, as well. We need to be playing games. Well, if someone hadn't took a big poo before we decided to start recording, <laughs> I will hold we'd have been finished now by now. I poo. <laughs> <laughs> so whose Christmas memory should we link into from that? <laughs> Uh, Stephen sent us in a memory saying uh, absolutely smoking his little brother at the Mortal Kombat trilogy for several hours straight. Mortal Kombat trilogy is the, one of the ones that we used to hammer as well, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, James the little button basher. And then I've got the last Christmas memory here. We've Some may say we've saved the best to last. Some may just say we've saved the longest written and... Um, the person who submitted it last to last <laughs> it's DJ1 with his Christmas memory and he says um, 
remember the cover discs from gaming magazines of course we do that's how we assessed all the games we were going to get our mother to buy us um his favorite cover disc was the amiga format that had cannon fodder christmas special otherwise known as cannon soccer basically a mashup of cannon fodder and sensible soccer which were two of the best games ever made and i can't pretty i can't really dispute that i'm i'm in your court on that one dj um and although it was short apparently he played it repeatedly over the entire christmas of 1993 which is understandable i could try to think can you think can you think of a good demo disc other than the original one that obviously comes with the playstation that we had that down game that you two always bang on about every week was on one of that those down cover discs, game wasn't it? Was incredible. It was on um, OPM, wasn't it? Official PlayStation was on, magazine. I'd pay a serious amount of money for that. Do you know? You do know that there's or there was a pile of those at Mum's. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to rifle through when I was last there. It tells you what's on them on the front of the. Yeah, disc, used to. Usually. Any of them. We need to find it. We do. It was, it Mum was played brilliant. that, I believe. What down? I don't remember Pink Panther. (laughs) The Pink Panther demo was on the same disc. I don't remember that one. Should we do Game of the Year then? Now James has like just killed that line of conversation. (laughs) I'll hand over over to myself for Game of the Year. (laughs) Yes, that's right. It's Game of the Year, folks. Now, there were a lot of things suggested for this. Um, and it was really difficult to narrow it down to three based on what we thought was fair and the the votes that people gave for each game. So, the Game of the Year nominations has five candidates, and they are as follows. Ooh. Gears of War, four. Ah. Civilization, six. Ooh. Uncharted, four, A Thief's End. Ah. <gasps> Dark Souls 3. Uh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and World of Warcraft Legion. Yeah, gets better. So, the winner for Game of the Year. And a double award winner in its first ever thing is his Uncharted 4! <laughs> well done, you lot. You all got biscuits. Indeed, indeed. And I hope that this has helped shake what stigma we have as being a PlayStation unbiased show and saying we're biased towards Xbox. Well, at least we're like um, true to what's actual. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I've completely lost track of thought. I'll, I'll, I'll take his sentence and use it for him. At least we're true to what's being sent into us and not making shit up. <laughs> well, it's partly a user poll, uh, a user poll, a listener poll. <laughs> but there is a degree of us interpreting our views on it as well because remember we've got three votes and ultimately we could override something if we really wanted to <laughs> we could we could we could just ignore people but we don't we don't we take every everyone's views into consideration as we have done so yeah that was the game of the year has gone to Uncharted 4 so well done Naughty Dog Yes, I'm sure you'll pick really that award up at some much more relevant places um, if you Let's haven't already. Let's not leave it in Penrith with James. Let's That's not leave it in to. Penrith. Um, 
to be fair, James has only got hold of disappointment and best looking, which are two really weird things to have together. Yeah, that's and the best looking, most disappointing that's, thing. That's <laughs> basically James and his super fan. Whichever <laughs> way around you want to put that is up to you. Hi, super fan. I forgot a name Hello. again. What's the name? Eden. Hi, Eden. <laughs> super fan. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the kingies. No, oh god, I've done it again. Oh. It's the thingies. <laughs> the and thing no one's going to know what you're about because we did cut that bit out. <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's going to make more sense in a minute because once we've rolled the ending song, they'll get to hear my fuck up from the beginning. Ooh. So it's all fine. It's all fine. It's a little that, treat. That was the that king thing thingies awards. It was. It was the thingies, not the kingies. I can't believe I've been calling them the thingies for weeks. And on the actual day of the show, I say kingies twice. (laughs) So, it's a thingy. These people have all won thingies, and we will give them thingies. And I'll probably tweet them all and be like, hey, you won a thingy. Just for free publicity. I don't think we should tweet them all saying you've won a thingy. I think we should. We can link them to the episode. Who gives a fucking shit? (laughs) We've talked about people adopting black African babies as well. What's your point? That's, that's true. <laughs> We've talked about people's weird Christmas memories and James's utter disappointment at thinking he's not getting an Xbox. <laughs> I was upset. <laughs> and we've called No Man's Sky officially the biggest disappointment of the year, which is fine. Hi, Paul. And we've said hi, Paul, a bit. So, <laughs> it is now actually time for what most of you have probably actually been waiting for, um, which is... The announcement of the prize draw winner for the PlayStation slash Xbox slash Steam credit, whichever your preference is. How many people do you think have skipped right to this point? (laughs) Um, Possibly a few, because they'd have guessed this is when we're going to do it. I should have hidden it right in the middle of the show, shouldn't I? Yeah. Cut this bit out and put it in somewhere. Yeah. It's not the beginning. So, I've basically put everyone's name in a little pot of sorts. Ooh. And... We like pots. <laughs> Do you? And pans. <laughs> Fucking strange child. So, I am going to draw out the winner of this year's thing. We'll probably Can do I more of these than often. No, because you're not physically with me, you <laughs> moron. So... It is going to go to... Please be Paul, please be Paul. It's Narwolf. Congratulations, Narwolf. Well done, my friend. Congratulations, Narwolf. You just won yourself a tenner. So, so, so like, valuable, isn't it, these days, a tenner? It is when it comes to games. That makes one of his new games 40 quid instead of 50. So we'll have to find out from you, Narwolf, if you would prefer... A particular console credit or Steam credit. I think he's a PlayStation player, so it'll probably be PlayStation credit. But yes, let us know what kind of credit you want, and you shall receive it. And, and listen the... out for future things. Like oh yeah, of course, like of things. course. Um, and to be fair, in terms of the Patreon thing, we've obviously had Jerry Narco involved on that, which is appreciated. For everyone else who does get involved with Patreon. It's obviously going to help us because it's basically, at the minute, 
what Jerry Norco's giving us is topping up my personal allowance that I'm spending on, like the recording software that we use, things like that, to try and keep the show as as good as it can be with all the chaos that ensues. But it will also go towards things like prizes and giveaways, stuff like that. So you'll realistically get something back out of it in theory. Yeah. Hopefully. Um. It's just a shame Jerry Narco didn't win his £10 back and it gave us through Patreon. It's almost two mums' Patreon, oh, wasn't it? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry Narco. Not everyone can be a winner, I'm afraid. He gets the best prize anyway. He gets to come on the fucking show. He fucking True. well does. I'm so glad this one pretended to be able to talk to me. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so, with that... That's it, really, isn't it? I suppose we could plug the Christmas episode that's coming up next week. We, we most certainly can. It is um, very entertaining. Um, yeah, a very big amount of fun. We basically Don't Lose Your exactly. Just was saying there, we basically did a team up with Don't Lose Your Headline, and it was a three team scenario with cross pollinated teams. So a member of each podcast on each team. Yeah, and uh, things got pretty heated towards the end. I think didn't they between the teams let's say they most certainly did elder brother and people will have to tune in to find out exactly what you mean of by course that. of course but yes it was generally a good show it's a slightly longer one than usual um and it'll be out slightly earlier in the week more than likely to kind of sit somewhere between the don't lose your headline schedule and the that king thing schedule schedule even with it being a bit of a mashup show um so look it out for that probably be available from both podcasts yes it will be available on both sources um and then in the little bit between christmas and new year you will get the best of that king thing which a lot of you also submitted bits for um there's a very very much requested highlight for most people which is (laughs) to do with me consuming alcohol so i'm sure there will be some (laughs) clips from that episode in in the best of show because just about everybody that submitted a highlight submitted the one, that one where Tom got smashed, that one where Tom was really <laughs> drunk. I'm actually going to read you DJ One's submission for um, highlight of the year that he wants in the highlight show because I love the way he's described it. It is the entirety of that now infamous drunk episode. Listening was like being the sober designated driver on a night out where one of the lads has gone overboard, had far too much to drink, and the others are just pacifying him for a quiet life whilst trying their best to bundle him into a taxi and finally get rid of him. Drunk episodes are the future. Merry Christmas. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, DJ One. To be fair, he knows what it's like looking after a smashed older brother. He's got Neil. That's all I'll say. I've I've seen Neil smashed, albeit via via video, and I've not seen like it in person. But I can imagine it's probably worse in person. So I feel for you, DJ One. I feel for you. No, why do you feel? We feel. No, because we had to deal with Joshua. I've had it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose. Sure, you got to deal with me. I'm a loose cannon as it is. I I can remember one time when me and you bumped into each other in um, that shit old club, whatever it was called at the time, Rotherham, and I was wearing a tuxedo. Yeah, and I was like, we're literally in smoking area, and we're like, what the fuck are you doing here? (laughs) What are you doing here? (laughs) I didn't even smoke at that point either, did I? 
No. <laughs> you were just stood there with you drinking your end by yourself. <laughs> I was just chilling. <laughs> I, honestly. You were like, do you realise? You to me and we both noticed who each other were and you were like, I've lost my mates. I don't know where they've gone. <laughs> do you <laughs> It was like, it was like I'd lost my friends and didn't know where they were and it was absolutely fucking boiling in that shithole <laughs> and I had a full tuxedo on because I'd just been at an awards ceremony for, for work and I'd got smashed there as it were and then I went to what, what was it called at the time? It was like Pop, Pop or Beach or fucking whatever it was at the time. And yeah, I was in there, smashed out my face and bumped into my little brother while I was trying to cool down in the smoking area going, don't know where my mates are. <laughs> Why are you in a tuxedo? Because I've just been nominated for an award. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win it? No, that's why I'm smashed. <laughs> that's why I'm in Rotherham getting smashed because I'm depressed. Yeah. The other thing I'd actually quickly point out, I'm going to very slightly plug something that's new and coming soon, which is, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, a new Formula One and motorsport podcast, which is destined, hopefully, to be myself and Chris Evans from Don't Lose Your Headline. We've decided to cross-pollinate again, and we're making a spin-off podcast, hopefully, about Formula One and motorsport. So if you are a sporting person as well, and you like those kind of things, it's going to be the two of us. Um, should be starting early next year, around this sort of time that pre-season testing kicks off at Jean-Paul Ricard. And we'll be talking about like the driver moves, obviously all the big stuff there. So that's another thing. If you are a sporty person, you like motorsport. And we'll try and get somebody as a bit of a friend and guest in each week, if we can. So someone from Chris's side, someone from our side. Joshua will probably come on it every so often. Talk about Formula 1s. So, don't lose your headline and that King thing, having a baby, and, it's, and you and Chris are the parents. It, we are indeed. Uh, more details to come in the new year. So, that is it for officially proper podcasts, I suppose, between now and the new year, because, as I say, after this one, you've got the Christmas special that's already been recorded and just in its final editing next week. You've got the best of, which is going to be between Christmas and New Year, but that is just a medley of highlights from the other shows. We'll probably nip on just do a little bit of an introduction for you all. There will, um, there will be no facts within that episode whatsoever. That will just be our fuck-ups and failures. Yeah, it will just be general <laughs> fucking around that. But it'll be good. <laughs> it, is, it is, especially if you're relatively new to the show and you, you're surviving with us at the minute, you can go back and listen to how shit we used to be before <laughs> we improved to this level. So God help anyone that listens since the beginning but thank you for doing so all of you that have because there is quite a lot of you <laughs> quite a lot yeah. of you um, so yes you all. we are going to say Merry Christmas Happy New Year and all that stuff now in case you don't hear any of that stuff over the festive period but we hope you do we hope you've enjoyed this first year of that King thing and we'll be back in January properly with shows proper after all the specials so Goodbye, everybody, and have a good festive time. I just started waving for some I'm, reason. To be fair, Bye I'm waving. Everybody. I'm waving with both hands, so it's fine. Happy bye. <laughs> enjoy your enjoy your holidays. Say bye, James, because you're the only one that's Goodbye, started. everyone. Bye. Have a good New Year and Christmas, etc.
Live from two bedrooms in Sheffield and a third in Penrith, it's the King Brothers with the inaugural... <laughs> I forgot what it's called again! Thingies! Fucking <laughs> thingies! <laughs> that King Thing Thingy Awards! Maybe you should have wrote the script. <laughs> Would you like me to quickly type it for you? It's fine, it's fine. <laughs>